And hello, welcome back to the Women Like Us podcast talking today. Fat, fabulous. No, it's not. It's fabulous. It's fit, fit fabulous, a little bit fat and 50. Why do we? I don't know. Why don't we call it fat, fabulous and a little bit fit? <laughs> and, and a little bit 50. And 55. Yeah, you I'm not under. 55. No, but yeah. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing the mids. you got all the fives, all the... F- 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 yeah, you're mid-50s. I know, I am. How's it feel? It feels exactly the same as everything else. A little yeah. bit more painful, though, in the lower back. Yeah. I've had some of the shoulder issues. Yeah, I'm you have. I've had some of the health issues of ageing, which is always kind of like, oh, I'm like a proper person. You know, there's nothing worse than people go, well, let's just sit on the floor. And you were, mm. how do you work getting off the floor? Well, I'm okay because I'm still doing that strength training, which is really great. So I'm, I'm actually fine to get up and down off the floor. I've, can you just squat straight back up? Yeah. Yeah, see, I find I'm a bit of a – because of my lower back, I roll. Yeah, you've got to get on your I'll all fours. and I've got to get on my fours and walk around like, a bit like a horse. Find a chair to sort of climb up on. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. I know the look. Yeah, no, I'm pretty good. That, that strength training is keeping me in good, good. good strength. Good strength and mm. get off the floor. Mm. There are some things, though, in that where I go, oh, fuck, my, this is really hurting my knees, you know? Like, it's, it's just they they get worn out. And I reckon, you know, I'm hoping I'll live another 40 years. How old, How long do you reckon you'll live? I don't know. I'd love to crack 90. Yeah, me too. You know, I'd like to, my, my, I've got, you know, my great-grandmother was 96 or something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and the, yeah, other, got, the other one had all the cancers, every cancer, and she still made it to, like, 87. Oh, wow. And my grandmother made it to 94. So yeah. there's a 96 and, like, they're old. Yeah, there's a nice long-life gene. We've got that as well. Yeah, but they didn't smoke, drink, process, eat processed food, drink heaps of alcohol. No, but they also didn't have the, the medical stuff that we have now. They didn't. They didn't have the medical To counteract access. all that shit. It's, all shit. it's the way the big farmer does it, isn't well, it? None of them were on the pill. No, all or, the patches. Or patches <laughs> or had things shoved up their vaginas to radiate no. them for... It's hard to know. Like, it's really hard to know. We, we're very cancery in yeah, our, we I are. think, because we've been exposed. It's not actually a term. because But because we've been exposed, I think, to, you know... Yeah, things we don't know about. Lots of stuff in the environment. Vape. Yeah, vapes and non-vapes and cigarettes and, and then just... Smoke machines when you don't even want them. Kitchen benches are killing people. No, I, well, I knew about that. That's yeah, well, fucking horrible, I know about that when it? you think about it. It's in the news because of that silicosis. Mm. But, you know, the... That's why did, I didn't want one of those benches. Oh, I didn't even... That, that, that kitchen bench, like, you don't even know... When you're doing it, you're Have going, you got one of those? Yeah, I've got a Caesar stone. You might have probably killed someone probably to killed put that someone, in there. Yeah, to put my to Caesar put your beautiful stone kitchen. I know, oh, it's horrible. Now. It's horrible. And the dodgy, bloody people who just continue to, yeah. you know, have these poor, mostly men, working in their factories. It's yucky. And, it, it, and there's all that kind of stuff, you know. So we're exposed to heaps of stuff. Yeah, we are sort of guinea so pigs. I, I think we're going between having an interesting life full of lots of opportunities and things and being exposed to chemicals and horrendous toxins. Yeah. Heaps of toxins. We've started off cheery, well, haven't we, today? I've sex and I've started talking about toxins. Well, toxins. Well, same. Yeah. 
sex. I can't believe we said we'd talk about sex. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a short, short podcast. <laughs> short podcast. It's funny, the other day I was sitting... I'll kick this one off. Okay, go. All right. I was, I was sitting on John. <laughs> I was sitting on John's face. That was funny the other day. I, I said, speak on. up. Stop I complaining. Stop, stop <laughs> complaining. Stop mumbling. Um, no, that was not the case. I was sitting on a chair. Good. Um, in a, I was in the vagina conversations. Ah, yes. Well, let's have, so a lot of people might not know what they are. You better explain what they are, Mandy. Well, if you've seen or heard of the Vagina Monologues, which is the Eve Onsler um, play with all the stories around vaginas, which she gathered together from interviews, etc., which is played all around the world to a mass acclaim, you know, really kind of telling stories of the vagina from the vagina. Well, this is... This is basically people, women in the community, in our community, that come together to do their vagina stories. Hmm. Because you don't want to tell American vagina stories, you need Aussie vagina stories. And well, you can't tell someone else's vagina story either. Well, you really? Can the, you? In the Eve Onsler one, do you? They're monologues that you do, that you people read. Oh, so it's one person doing it. Well, no, you can have eight people doing it. Okay. Just break up the monologue, oh, okay. one person. Lots of different. Anyway. But that, ours, is, ours is a personal thing, isn't it? Everyone talks yeah, about their own yeah, talk. everyone... Or the concept of twats or anything twat-related. Yeah. It's yeah. like a twattery. Anyway, one woman started that she was talking about, and I noticed this happens for the women in their, like, 30s and 40s, and I, I know I've done it, where you talk about your experience as if it is reflective of what it's like for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and she's come into her sexual whatever, like her, she's fully... Ooh, you know, I'm in this and it's juicy and I love it and I'm just coming and coming and I love it and I'll come on Monday and Tuesday and and I'm sitting there going, oh, God, it sounds so boring. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's because I was that woman. Yeah. And it seems, and I remember thinking of if you didn't feel like that, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, how sad for you. But I love it. Yeah. I feel like I've been released. It's a it's a physiological thing. I mean, it. I, I actually, I wonder if it's the same woman. We had a woman one time at an International Women's Day lunch. I think I've told you this story. It's <laughs> fucking the, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. They got this. Was she a sexologist? No. Okay. Well, this girl shouldn't be woman. Young, very young woman, like probably late twenties. And she, the International Women's Day lunch is at Brunswick Heads. You know, Great. so they're. The middle-aged women who don't have to go to work that day. Yeah. And she gets up there and basically starts by making everybody shut their eyes and feel themselves. (laughs) Feel your breasts. (laughs) Put your hands between your legs. We're at the fucking pub. (laughs) No. (laughs) We're not doing that, right? masturbating at the fucking Brunswick Hotel. And then she just starts telling this story about how she's been horny her whole life and how she... When she was sexually active as a as a young girl, as a teenager, yeah. some guy said to her, "You know, your twat stinks" or something. So she used to spray impulse on it. Has she just talked about having a stinky Ted at, at, <laughs> at the pub at at, in, at lunch at lunch time. at the pub? Oh, it's not even dark. I know. I think stinky Ted's are for the. It was night. like on a Tuesday. Yeah, can talk about that on a Tuesday. But then she goes, "Now I realise 
I love the smell of it. She goes, every morning I put my hands in it and I put it all over my body. And I'm like, why don't you just fucking get some deodorant? Oh, like, my yeah. God. And I'm looking around at the women. The women were, yeah, it was pretty funny. And I had to get up afterwards and diffuse that tension. Yeah. Wow. But, um, yeah, she completely misread the room because none of those women were into putting their hands in their twats or... Um, I think feeling themselves while they're I think we've gone from the opposite and I think uh, let's just say sexuality and how you feel is a spectrum. Yeah. And the spectrum is across ages and it's a spectrum like some – I kind of start to think some women – I was always a really – I was never that sexual. I was putting my hands in my vagina all the time and rubbing it all over <laughs> myself. But probably in my 30s and 40s, definitely. 20s, yes, but 20s was a more performative sexual time, I think. You, you, I, th- I think really became much more sexually integrated and I was a bit older. But um, I don't know. I was more adventurous in my 20s, I think. I was more like ex- explorative. But and, and as it goes on, you change. and that Well, you're more flexible too in your 20s. More, you, you can do more pos- posies. <laughs> but I just think there's some women that are really intersex and some that aren't. And I do feel that for a lot of women that are sitting there going, I'm just not that interested. Is there something wrong with me? I kind of I sit there going, I don't think they're sitting there going, I'm repressed. I think they're sitting there going, just not that interested. Mm. And I don't think, and well, I'm saying that because I was that woman sitting mm. there going, I think it's my age now because I'm probably 20 years older than that woman. And I remember being like that, but it's so far in the past and I feel completely different around it. And I don't feel controlled by that. Like I feel like I've... Even though I still like sex, but mm. it's, it doesn't control me no. in the way it used to, and I love that. It's the, it's the mo- it's kind of been in the last couple of years. It's so freeing. It's like an anvil of like I feel like I, I'm like all that stuff that held me back as a woman about my sexuality and needing to be desired and whatever it was. It's still nice, but it's not me anymore. Like mm. Totally, it's like gone. Mm. It's mm. amazing. It's like, mm. it's like the superpower. No wonder they make middle-aged women invisible because if you could see us, we would fucking kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a biological thing, right? Yeah. Our bodies are going, you don't need to do that anymore. Well, not as much. You, want it, you need to keep it open. You need to keep it so it doesn't dry up. Well, yeah, because you, you do have to have, you know, sex occasionally or whatever you use for... Mm. Um, some sort of you've got to give a bit of action. You mm. need the action. It's like a workout, mm. but it's not like it's every day and every morning. I'm not waking up thinking about sex. Oh God, no. Do you wake up thinking about sex? No. Thinking like, oh, I wouldn't mind. Not. When do you start thinking about sex? I don't think I do think about it. Well, then how do you have it? Like if you don't think, you must think maybe I'll do it tonight. Do you go like? That? Oh yeah, occasionally you go. Oh yeah, he's not annoying me today. And when, when will that thought occur to you? Like. In the bedroom or does it happen like... No, it might happen through the day. And you go, might be tonight. Yeah. Do you, let, do you let your husband know? Does no. Alex get... Do you send him a text? No, go, because generally by the time the night time comes, I'm like, mm, no. Nah. You might be off. Mm. I'd yeah. hate to get his hopes up. Yeah. And then dash him. <laughs> Has he ever rejected you? Yes. How do you, how do you deal with that? Oh, it's fine because the amount of time I've rejected him is much more. <laughs> and how do you... This is an interview... How do you reject? Like, would you go, do you come up with an excuse or do you just go, no? Nah, or do you go, oh, it'd be nice? Or, is it, or do you ever go through with it because you feel like you probably should? 
Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, then I enjoy then you get it. Into it. You yeah. Go, yeah. Then you enjoy it. But yeah, yeah sometimes I go. You put the oh, boat. God, put the boat right. in the water. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to go. Yeah. All right. Oh. Okay. We'll, we'll see if we can get this mower started. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a few pulls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. I mean, you wouldn't want to do that if then you're not enjoying it the whole time. That's a totally different then thing. Then you've got to stop. Yeah, then you can't yeah. be doing that. No. Something you don't enjoy. Um, how do I reject him, did you say? Yeah, because it's interesting because there's that thing around, you know, and it is hard in relationships when you say, look, no. I think it's all the physical cues now. I have a big body pillow. Oh, yeah, that's If a the reje- body pillow is yeah. in between us. Definitely. The door is shut. If the body pillow's on the floor, he goes, fuck. It's on. Is that the sign, the body pillow on the floor? I love that. It is game on. I haven't put the body pillow in the bed, so he's like, ooh, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that funny? And then he finds you on the floor on the, with the body <laughs> on pillow. On the body pillow. Writhing, going, oh, I love your body pillow. I do love the body pillow. Um, um, that's interesting. Yeah, so I think when, once you've been together for a long time, you... Kind of don't even really have I've to. Been, I've been in a relationship talk where about someone it. used to reject me, the person I was with, I won't say who, but they rejected me over and over and over and over and over and over again. It was awful. Like, really, do, it's really demolishing. Mm. Like, you, I don't and and I, I never felt like, and I'd sit around at these lunches where everyone was laughing about things like, oh my God, my husband wants so much sex. I'm just going, no. And I'm like, going, Oh, that would be nice. I would like to get to that point. Would be mm. nice. And it was kind of a bit shameful of going, you know, and it had nothing to do with me. They just were not into it at all. Yeah, right. That's really depressing. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, that was hard. I had a girlfriend who um, her partner was really into sex, like actually right into tantric sex and all sorts of oh. stuff like that. God, that would be fucked, that's wouldn't it? That's too much. I mean, for me, some people might love it, but it is a person. I think the thing is, it's a personal choice. Like whatever yeah, we say, whatever yeah. you're into. This just, we're just sharing our. Yeah, but for me, no, things. no thanks. I'm good. Um, but he he wasn't very he wasn't very affectionate outside, you know, the bedroom or wherever they were having sex. So he never actually just, you know, gave gave her a hug or yeah. grabbed her on the ass or. And, you know, I've had to always, like, look around before I bend over to pack the dishwasher because Alex will, you know. Be there. Yeah. Wow. I mean, not, not that he's attacking me, but, you know, he'll <laughs> slap I'm... me on the ass or something. You know what I mean? I know. I'm like, fuck, where is he? Okay, it's, coast is clear. That's nice. He's, he's, very, he's, he's much more affectionate, you know, all the time. Yeah. Which I think... I don't think I'd like it if he just never did anything and then all of a sudden jumped you. Wants to be in your face. Yeah. I think if you're into tantra, though, I don't know. I've never been into tantra, but you can't expect someone to commit this full eye staring, mm. intense hours of commitment of sensual lovemaking if you haven't started it before you get in the bedroom That's right. with you and you're like, I'm like going, it has to start. It has to start outside. It has to start with a little touch, mm. maybe something kind, a cup of tea in bed. Like if you want to start for, foreplay for me, yeah. it starts in the morning with a cup of tea in the bed and it is all day. Yeah. Because it only takes one thing and you're like, mm, no. Yeah. And you go. A pair of ugly shoes. Yeah. Done. Yeah, done. Yeah, I would love them. Um, do you get a cup of tea in bed in the morning? No. 
You get up before John, don't you? I get up at 5 o'clock or 5.30. Yeah. No, I get up in the dark and go and and do things. I find I'm really tired. Yeah. Is is my main thing these days. And being tired does not make me feel like sex. No. Like, I get up really early and I fall in bed at night and I literally can't speak. And that's, you know. Yeah. And and I think for, you know, women a lot, especially when we're going through menopause. Yeah. That's a really big thing. And you're lucky if you have a a man who understands that because a lot of men just don't. Yeah. And their sex drive doesn't seem to change that much, does it? No, I don't think so. I don't know. I'm not a man, so... I, mean, I guess I that's why a lot know. of men go and get younger women. Do you think so? So they're like, yeah, probably. I'm not really sure about that. Mm. It, is, it is an interesting thing, though. But I think there's probably women our age going through menopause that have gone the opposite. Like yeah. Like, they've gone fully, you know. Yeah, because... And I have heard that, too, that it's quite freeing that they're, you know, they don't have to worry about contraception anymore. Yeah. So that's, that's really freeing, you know. Yeah, I don't... I don't, I don't know about that. What is your, um, what's the perfect route, Ellen, for you? What's your perfect route? Oh, if, if I had perfect to, perfect route. You know, are you in a routine? Do you have a route routine? No, not really. So you don't have a thing that you always do. It's a bit all over the shop. Yeah. No, I mean like you have a few, you have a few go-to positions. Oh yeah, they're not very they're not they're not very spectacular these days. <laughs> they're comfy for both of us. Yeah, well I think comfy is an important part. Yeah, comfy's nice. Of, of sex. It's always in a bed. Oh yes, in a bed. <laughs> Don't you love it when people like have sex on things? Like, yeah, oh, tables oh, or the kitchen bench top or something. You've just lost it in the like the laundry or the pushing things off the Yeah. And you, ripping clothes. And you can, don't do that. You're bra- I'd yeah. be like going. Don't rip that. I'm always. I'm defensive of the cushions. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. That's a good cushion. That's a display cushion, and it cannot have you know horrible things happen onto it. It needs protection. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, comfort. Um, I'm not for too long. You're not hours. No. No. What's the good And just before, just before bed. 20, you know, like 20 before, to 30 minutes? Yeah, 20 to 30 minutes is plenty. Oh, that's a long time. That's actually really... That's a really I think, long time. I think, I think 15 to 20. I think 10 to 20? 5 to 10. <laughs> I like 5 to 10's a bit quick. It's pretty quick, but it's exciting. Is that from start to finish? 5 to 10. I've never put the clock on, but I imagine. <laughs> There's sometimes when I've thought, oh, this is a fiver. <laughs> But it's not, because they always go like, "Oh, now I'll really put in the hours," and you're going, oh. "You're now really impressor." No, I think I think twenty to thirty is good. Fifteen to twenty. To I 30. think fifteen to twenty. Yeah, that's good. Just before, just before you're going to sleep. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, a bit of a snook. Not sleep. when it's too hot. Oh, hot! It's not good. You don't want to be sweaty. And then your sheets, you feel like you have to change have them. A shower. Yeah, no, none of that. Are you the person who gets up and showers afterwards? No, no. No. I will go to the loo, though, because I don't want to get a UTI. Well, I hope you all know that by this stage, if you're listening to this podcast, if you don't know. I told my daughter that recently. I said, you know, you do get up and do a wee after you have sex. Mm. And she thought I was – she goes, what are you talking about? And I went, oh, it's, it's how you clear the, clear the airways. It's a really good yeah. thing. Um, and she didn't know that. I realised as a mother of daughters I'd failed that little bit of delivery. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, very important. Yeah, exactly. Um, we had um, Alex had COVID recently, and I still haven't had it. Did you have sex when you had COVID? No. <laughs> and this is someone said to me because I said I think it's my superpower. It's a really yeah. shit superpower to have. Yeah. 
not get COVID, right? And someone said, well, you should test that superpower by going and having a root. And, like, he's there coughing. Oh, He's no. got a runny nose. He's all fevery. He, he said at one stage he was drifting in and out of consciousness. Wow. <laughs> I said, you're just going to sleep, you fucking idiot. You're That's... dozing off. Yeah. Um, no. No. Like, not... even if you didn't have COVID, what, have you ever wanted to have sex with someone who even has a cold? No. Gross. Now tell me, sex scenes in a movie, Ellen, because often movies, what, are there sex scenes in movies that you think of that you go, wow, that was horny? Because not, do, do you watch porn? No, not really. Yeah, me either. Well, not really is a little bit. Well, no, I would say I probably, I, I I've used had, I've to. I've had a look, but it's, yeah, in, no, it's not really. It's not, it's not mine either. I've found anything I have ever looked at has been um, – the men in it really gross me out. Yeah, they're gross. And it's all—it's generally pretty degrading. The stuff I've seen. It's not familiar stories, and it's not—I find sensual uninteresting. Kind of, kind of interesting. Been close-ups of fucking the ugliest parts of our body. Yeah, don't really do it for me. Sensual movies, movies with really great sex scenes. I don't mind books me. that have great sex scenes in them. Yeah, that's good. You do, know, do you have one that you recall? Oh, no, but, you know, occasionally you're reading a book and you go, oh, Ellen's going to read. <laughs> read it. Actually, I've just read, I've just finished a book, which was fantastic, called We All Want Difficult Things. And it's, um, it's written about a woman whose best friend is dying of cancer. Okay. But it's incredibly funny. Like, it's all those things that happen when someone's dying that, you know, like there's a part in it where she... She's, she's, she's dying. She's at the last yeah. kind of part of her and, and she's really thirsty all the time because of the medication and stuff. And she, she rattles her glass to her friend. She's in a hospice at this stage and she goes, is this it? And, and her friend goes, well, maybe it is. I don't know, but I just want you to know that I love you. And she does this big thing and she goes, no, no, is this all the grapefruit juice we had? <laughs> so there's those really funny, funny moments. But um, now why was I going to tell you that? Oh, so there was, there was a couple of sex scenes in that because the girl, her friend, is having sex with a couple of the people who work in the hospice. Great. So it's quite, yeah. Wanted. And there's a couple, there was a couple of good sex scenes in that one. Not over the top, not graphic, but, you know, you were like, oh, sexy. yeah, that. Like, well, and of, real. They were yeah. quite real. Yeah. That, that's interesting. I, um, I remember from the films I've watched, remember Nine and a Half Weeks? Yeah, I remember the movie. I don't really remember any. I really remember the scene. I think, I think, is it Bruce Willis? No, it's the other one that looks like Bruce Willis. Who was in Nine and a Half Weeks? Was it Kevin Costner? I don't think it was Kevin Costner. It was. It looked like Bruce Willis, but it was the other one, I think. Mickey Rourke? It was Mickey Rourke. Oh, was it? Oh, God. Have you seen him lately? <laughs> no, you wouldn't want it now. Fuck. And he, he has, I think he's, is it Kathleen Turner? It was Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger up against the fridge. Oh. And then the fridge opens oh. and the food comes out. And then they just start. Oh, I think I do remember, remember this. Yeah, I think I do. Are they eating the strawberries? They're eating the strawberries and they're popping them in and out. It's really of their mouths. Yeah, but I think he, I think it's the straw. I can't remember, but I okay. do remember there's milk and food, and they're just like. Oh, see, I would hate that. The whole food just goes all over them, and they're having food sex. And, okay. And salad and stuff. And. <laughs> <laughs> 
She goes, oh, there's a sausage. Starts eating. She goes, imagine if the, if, if the meat tray came yeah. out and they're going, oh, there's a wristle. I've got to rub a wristle all over you. And then I've got to chop. I imagine that between your lips. Really horny to have a fleshy chicken leg, like oh, filleting a chicken leg. So horny. That's how I would make it. Yeah. It's actually the meat version. Um, but that, I remember that was quite sexy. I mean, other I'm just one, trying to think. Other one, yeah. I, I can't remember who was in it. It was Death in a French Garden. One of, something like that. I think it was like that. And I remember they're having sex on an armchair. Now, the number of times I have attempted sex on an armchair and failed. And I don't. So was she on top of him on the armchair? Yeah. Okay. She was. And she was like doing a lot of the work. Yeah. And you've got to have the arms have to be right. None of you have tried to have sex on an armchair. And if the arms are too in, you've got to put your legs on the outside. Mm. And you just can't, well, you can't do anything. And if they're too. No, well then, because then you're up too high. You're up too high. You've got no action. <laughs> he needs a cushion then, under his butt. <laughs> you're trying to get. <laughs> over the years, I've tried to enact that scene. I've, all, I've broken armchairs, broken men. <laughs> Had to take your man to the tip. And, you know, there's that one. I've always, always thought I'd like to enact that. Because I've always, I always, I mean, I still really, like, don't, don't get the idea I don't like sex. I still really, I love yeah. sex. I'm, I'm very comfortable with it, but I'm not, but I was really, I was much more sexually, um, I think, adventurous and as most of us were. But I was, you know, I was really into it like a lot of us were. Some not as much, but I was, but not now. Mm. And the other one I'd. I always want, there's things I wanted to do that I never could do. And the other was, because um, I'm six foot tall, right? So most of the guys I was with, I could pick them up <laughs> and fuck them against a wall. <laughs> like I could literally. <laughs> but I always, like I always will love those movies where they're walking out and then they'd be slammed, you know, you kind of go up against a wall. Yeah. And this is very heterosexual, cis women, by the way. And then the skirt would go up and then you'd be having sex in the, in a, like in an alleyway. But I'm too tall. Most of the guys couldn't, if couldn't they tried, they couldn't reach. Oh, you'd have to height. squat. And it's just not like by a bin. It's just not very sexy. And then the idea of being lifted up in the shower, you know, they'd have to be taken to accident <laughs> you'd, emergency. You'd need that would have to be the rock. Yeah. Like. <laughs> you'd need the rock to come over so he can lift you up and he's the same height. <laughs> By the rock. No, nobody does. <laughs> I don't, don't want the rock. No, nobody does. I'm like not into that. No. So they were some of the like armchairs. I mean, I've, I've given it a good crack. I've tried so many chairs. It's very hard. One time. You just I, should do a dining chair that hasn't got the arms yeah, on it. Yeah, the dining chair's not so bad, but you're always worried the struts are going to take it. And yeah. It's not quite as, it's not quite as You can really hurt sexy. yourself. Oh, you can really injure yourself. And then... Like I've tried it. I've almost gone into Ikea and thought I should try these chairs out. <laughs> just grab some guy. And go like, could you mind sitting on this chair? I just need to I need I'm to hover. straddle you. I'm going to straddle you and I need to see where my legs go. And I need, because it's actually about where you put your arms. Yeah, right. So that you don't get really too. So you've got some purchase so you can kind of levitate up and down easily. And if the, like it's really, you know, I guess there's sex chairs for stuff like this. Well, there are. They're those ones that hang by the roof. And have you ever been tied up, Ellen? No. No. It, can you even imagine that? Like, I just fucking absolutely not. 
Yeah. Absolutely not. not. I. It's not me. No, because I get scared of everything. Imagine so that. So I would think that they'd tie me up and then leave me there. If I had sex with you, Ellen, you'd I would tie, tie me. you up. I know you yeah, would. Totally. I'd probably yeah. gag you. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to. <laughs> I'll be tying you up. Um, have you been tied up? Um, yeah. Like Oki straps. You, with straps. I was actually making a joke. See, that's why Alex day. would use. He'd use like tie downs yeah. or Oki straps. It's very working class. I love yeah. it. Because yeah, some of that, um, you don't need a lot of money to do bondage, Ellen. It's but you, it you know. Like, you need the right. You need the right bed. Well, yeah. You like got our to, bed has a a fully flat bed head thing, you know, no. like there's no bits that you, you could need, tie. You'd have to Oki strap it a bit like a surfboard to the top of the car, but then Well, you'd have to go round, <laughs> yeah, you'd have to go round the whole bed. they <laughs> 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 just round and round. Oh, that's <laughs> Imagine him climbing under there going, hang on, Come I'm on. just tidying it in. <laughs> just get you under there. And then you do that thing where you're, I was going to get going, just you, know, you have to give it a bit of a thing to yeah. see if it needs another strap the other way. <laughs> <laughs> you're pushing me from other side. <laughs> nah, you're pretty good. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you've got – well, so people are really into it. They have all the right restraints. And if you, if you know if someone's into it because they'll have a hook in the roof mm. often above the bed mm. and you go – and that's not for a pot plant. No. Generally. There's a show on Netflix now called um, – how to build a sex room, I think, and it's this really <laughs> conservative woman. It always is. It's a British woman and she goes into people's houses and she asks them what they like and they have these things like, remember when remember when you were a kid and you did a bit mm. of gymnastics, that thing called the horse? Oh, they've got a horse. They have a thing that's a horse but they get strapped onto it. Oh. Yeah, so you're strapped but onto you it. But you could still like, vault on it if you wanted to. You could like, if you, you wanted to, yeah. Go into a sex room and if you don't feel like fucking someone on the horse, you yeah. could do some vaulting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so they have shit like that if they're into which, the swing. Would, oh, that's good. Would you have a sex room in your house? No. Imagine that. You're going, My oh, sex room is my bed. My sex room. I don't know. I kind of like the idea of having a sex room, but I don't know. I think I'd have... So you're not having sex in your bed? Well, I would have sex in the bed, but then in the sex room you'd have to have fluffy things. I think lots of... I would like fluffy things. Well, they generally do. And they they often you, You've got to watch it. They will have like a wall a with all their sex oh. toys on it in shelves, you know, ready oh. to go. Ready to go, yeah. All their gimp masks and things. Well, you, you can do tie-downs with just scarves and things like that if that's what you want. And just pretend that, yeah. It's not really, if you've ever been, you don't need much restraint. Like I'm not... I wouldn't say I was, I was a huge... I haven't done it for a long time, but I wouldn't say I was a huge fan. Mm. Like, it's kind of, it makes everything super arousing. Um, It's like, you know how you get tickled by someone when they push you down and they're like, tickle, tickle. It's a bit like that, except it's everything super because you can't move. Mm. And it is, it's pretty, it can be very sexy, but it's a bit terrifying at the same time. Yeah, it would terrify me. Yeah, it is a bit like. I like to be able to get away. I know when you need to. I think I'm more of the person that would tie the person. I'm more of a person who ties the person down. Like Have you, you tied someone up? Oh, in the past? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah, tied them up. I've done all sorts of things to people. <laughs> <laughs> but you have. <laughs> Nothing that outrageous, but I was, I couldn't be bothered. This is a long time ago. If any of you are listening, I hope you're all right. <laughs> well, they haven't done anything terrible to like, you know, it's been a really long time. They've always wanted it. Yeah, good. But it's not. Yeah, it, I'm talking like 
I don't even remember when. It was a yeah. long time ago. But these are just, I mean, I'm talking like a couple of scarves. I'm not talking about a full leather room with a collar. <laughs> yeah, well, wear. that's in the, that's yeah. in the, would you wear one of those gimp masks with the no, ball in your mouth? never. There's some fucking weird things <laughs> around, isn't there? Imagine if I came over here and you had one on. I know. Oh, I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> Hi. There's people listening to this wearing one. Yeah. I know they are. And they go, oh, fuck, where do I put my gimp mask? Yeah. I'm, good, um, look, good on them. I reckon whatever you're into. If if you're doing it with people who are into it as well, great. Yeah, it's fine. Or if you're doing it on your own, great. Yeah. What about doing it on your own? Yeah, you do it on your own every now and then, don't you? I do. Yeah, yeah, you always, you know, it is. A, it's it's actually a really nice. I, I was a, quite an early starter. For doing it on your own? Yep. Very early. Look how early. <laughs> I think I, was, I remember sitting on the sprinkler in the front yard. <laughs> At what age? Probably four. And you remember that? Yeah, because I would have proper orgasms from the age of four. Oh. Yeah. And uh, it was mum would go I get I didn't off. even know that was possible. Yeah, I, I, I did from a really early age. Um, yeah, some kids are like really mm. highly, um, like, you know, it's quite normal. Some kids have much. I, I think it's just, it's quite a normal part of child sexual behaviour. Mm. Yeah. Um, Probably confronting for the front yard. You know, not what you want to see, particularly in a place full of predators. I guess that's what makes children sometimes so vulnerable. Mm. Um, and it was, it was, um, yeah, I, I, I didn't, it was always, it was always a feature, so I didn't. But I thought it was wrong. I remember thinking, because I went to Catholic, and because my mum rasped at me, I remember thinking it was really wrong. So I built up this thing that what I was doing was really bad. And I would think... I had no idea it was associated with my vagina. I just thought, well, maybe if I try giving some sort of attention to another part of my body, I'll get the same mm. nice... I used to get this really nice feeling and I'd go, I'd, I'd try rubbing my arm or my finger or my elbow. And um, no, no good. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no erogenous zones in your finger. No. There was none. Oh. It took ages and it, it was... And then I would... Um, Oh, it was terrible because I, I really did. I would get really worried about it and then it was fine, you know. So that, that was always – that was, that was kind of good. When, I, when I did had you a have girlfriend. your first orgasm? I, could, I couldn't even tell you. Don't you – you don't remember? No. No, I, I couldn't even tell you. But you always had them. Yeah, I don't have any problem having them. Neither do I and I feel really lucky for that. Yeah, that absolutely. Be, I've got you know, friends who – it's a rare occasion – Ah, see, I, I and, take and especially, yeah, and especially when um, they're on medication, yeah. you know, like some if you have to go on medication for anxiety or depression or whatever, it's very, very hard to climax. Oh, apparently, be irritating. Yeah, which is really that's horrible. Yeah, so no, I've never. I'm. Oh no, I can't remember my first one. Yeah, I just wondered. I don't remember my first one. I just remember always being able. Yeah, to. me too. Well, you probably were yeah. sitting on the sprinkler too. Well, maybe. I think we had a, those, one of those ones that went backwards and forwards, though, so I probably would have injured myself. <laughs> you know, the ones that oh went... One of those. It is, it is, and it's funny. Maybe all the kids were sitting on it. But it is quite healthy. I mean, we're having this conversation, hopefully everyone who's, who's listening to this, we should probably put a, 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 a thing that says it's adult content. Yeah, but don't. to me, I had all these conversations, and I'm sure you did with your boys too, but I had really graphic conversations with... I don't think they're even graphic. I think they're just human conversations yeah. that are about sexuality. And and I'm actually, I realise from what some people are, are into, I think I'm quite down the spectrum of 
fairly conservative yeah. in comparison, even though, you know, it seems like, it, you know, you'll say stuff and people go, oh, it's not actually. I no. Think oh, no. When, well, you know. I've when watched, you find out. I've watched the How to Build a Sex Room show <laughs> and I've watched SBS, Mandy. I know. <laughs> you watch there. SBS on a Friday night and you see what people are into, you know, like the, the fetish sort of stuff. I know. And whatever floats your boat. You know, like giant men in nappies. No, that doesn't fly my boat. Breastfeeding of that, women. Oh. I remember this scene. Or beating, you know, like being being dominated and getting hit and stuff. That's horrible. Yeah, it's not, well, it's not for me, but they like it. I, I remember this scene, and I don't know if you'll find this, it was such an erotic scene in the film, and it's really wrong, right? But I found it really bizarrely arousing, and it's, it was a French film, I can't remember what it's called, and this is, she's a young mother, and... She's in a train and she doesn't her, her she's been separated from her baby. And the longer she's in this train, her breasts start to engorge and she's in heaps of pain. Oh, I don't know if I want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> and you oh, go on. <laughs> and, and a really nice No, man. of course he does. He offers to, like, that is altruism. <laughs> no, it's not. It's fucking it's like creepiness. Look, he is like, that's like the RFS. <laughs> <laughs> he offers to help her. And he, he, breast, he lets, helps, gets the pressure off yeah. her breasts. And he breastfeeds with her, like off her. It's kind of a bit weird now I'm saying it. Yeah, it's gross. And then <laughs> he gets out at his stop and has a wank. No, he just waves. <laughs> and he, and that, that's worse. That's it. And they never speak, really. Mm. They don't actually speak, really. It's just this weird breastfeeding scene. Such a, not, such a SBS film. I saw it like two in the morning when I was, you know, I went, oh, that's, I don't think it's erotic at all, actually. No, it's At not. the time, I remember thinking, I've said it. I've never gross, told huh? anyone about it. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. I remember a girlfriend of mine, she messaged me one time, she said, you have to watch SBS right now. And it was this weird, you know how they have the, not even just with humans, like this was like some slug thing that grew all these penises and was going around fucking all these women and like it was just. Oh my God. It was, was the like, worst. Was it, it like was a the worst. sci-fi porn or yes, something? Yes, exactly what it was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like it had all, and these women couldn't get enough of the slug. I call that patriarchy. <laughs> penis is going out. Yeah, <laughs> from slugs. <laughs> Not anyway. much different. Where, it, um, but look. What about have you had sex with... Um, <clears throat> I told the story the other night of um, when I was on stage about... It's kind of a funny story. I, don't, I won't tell... I, I, I don't think I'll tell it here, but it was, it was, it was a sexual um, liaison I had with a woman years ago. I've had quite a few... Um, Mainly in my twenties and thirties. Mm. Did you did you ever um, drink of the ladies' cup? No, not even once. Did you kiss a girl? No, I kissed a girl. What did you, was that? Had you like go? a you know teenage friend sort of thing? Did you bit pissy kiss? Bit pissy, but not you went no. nothing. No, never. Did you ever feel attracted? No, to? I never have. Yeah, I've always gone the dudes. Always <laughs> gone the dudes. I can see the attraction now of living with a woman yeah. and not a man. Yeah. At, in my fifties. Yeah. You know, but not in a sexual way. Yeah. It'd be quite nice to have another woman around the house. And because I've never lived with, well, I mean, I had two sisters I grew up with. But um, since since I was 16, 
I've only lived with men. Yeah, so it's probably... But no, I've never been attracted to the on girls. On the spectrum, you're probably much further up the heterosexual. I'm not, I wouldn't... Oh, I'm, but it, like, if it's one of those things that you hit the thing with a hammer and it hits the bell, I'm like, ding, 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 yeah. ding. Yeah. I'm probably slightly... You're in the middle. You think, no, not no, in the not middle. Not in the middle, because that would make me bisexual, and I'm definitely not bisexual, but I'm mm. definitely attracted to some women. Occasionally yeah. I'll meet a woman and... I'll be really attracted to her. Like, I'll be like, wow, she's, re-, you know, can really, you know. Yeah. And, and I've been with women before. It's, you know, I tend to be more heterosexual, but I've always enjoyed being with women. But I think there's more and more women talking now about late life. Like, they're, they're changing. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, and becoming, you know, interested in having relationships with other women. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, Ellen. <laughs> You're hitting on me. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. Um, no. Yes, and I can, look, I can absolutely see why. Mm. I can see why that happens. But I think that's been happening for a long time, especially at our age. Yeah. I mean, I how many, right. you know, you think about how many women left their husbands and then next thing they're living with a woman. I, I just think Going, it's, and a lot of them not just living with a woman, going, I can't believe how good this is. Yeah. Just really going, I'm a, I'm, I'm sure I'm, the sex would be great. Yeah. And and, and and very different. Yeah, different and just a whole I'd a whole worry that world. I'd have to do a whole lot more work, to Sometimes be honest. Sometimes it is. Mm. I did actually. I couldn't be as selfish as what I am now. Part of the story years ago when I did go home with a really gorgeous woman and I thought because she took me home, I always, the funny thing was, I was always attracted, I was much more attracted to women who were openly lesbian. Not straight women. Mm. I don't. I don't find straight women that attractive. Mm. I'm often more attracted to women that, you know, identify as being lesbian, um, and, but straight women, who are, when I was younger, like in my twenties in particular, who were curious and wanted to try being with a woman, often decided, I was a good compromise, oh. for some reason. And I often had a lot of straight women that weren't, you know, that were married or had been in relationships with men all the time, decide that if they're going to try it, they were quite attracted to me and they'd like to. Anyway, so I never... Because you've got big feet. Do you think it's my big feet? <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's my manly... Of... I don't know what it is about me. Anyway. They looked I... at your shoes and went, big feet. Yeah, you know what I... that means? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Big clip. I don't know if it means that. I've never even been hit on by a woman. Oh, haven't you? Oh, no, no I think I've, I think I've repelled them. So, I, I, you know, I've been, I was, this woman picked me up and took me home. And I assumed, because she did all the work, like she was really gorgeous and she's sort of quite very straight, like looked like a businesswoman and picks me up, takes me home. And I thought, whack, I were on, go up to her bedroom and, um, she made her husband sleep on the couch, by the way. Fair um, enough. That's a side bit. And we got up to that and I had to do everything. Like I was doing a lot of the work. Yeah. And I had thought, I, was, I thought we're in. And I, I've told friends of mine about that who are lesbians. They've got a word for that. Do you know what it is? No. <laughs> Pillow princess. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Isn't that good? Tell me the other day and I went, oh, they went, oh, that's just, doesn't. You were the pillow princess, and that's just someone that just lies back and goes, "You do everything." Well, that's me. Yeah, you're, you're a pillow. You and your body. You're a pillow princess. <laughs> yeah. You absolutely are. Isn't that cute? So I don't know But anyway, 
I did everything. I did all the things, this woman, but mainly I was doing all the things. And I wasn't that experienced to know what all the things even were. Mm. I, was, I was making things up that may have never been repeated before. <laughs> like I was doing things that I didn't even know, going, I guess that's the thing. Yeah. And um, then I'm going to be like, well, it's my turn. I can't Nothing. even remember if I got a turn. I might have had a small turn, but it wasn't as big. She got the big turn. Oh, but anyway, that selfish. was neither I really knew what we were doing, and I think we we're both a bit drunk. But um, it was quite funny. Mm. Yeah, did. see, that, that's what would I would be the pillow princess. I think that's probably why I'm not attracted to women because I couldn't be that active. <laughs> it's all coming out now. Yeah. We've found out yeah. Ellen is a pillow princess. Ellen's a lazy bitch in the bedroom. Yeah, and I give it a, I, you know, I have a, I have spurts of energy. <laughs> There's times when you go, da da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, okay. We're done. Yeah, and go, that's it. Yeah. I always find it, um, I'm always in. Imp- I hope we're still having sex when we're black in our 70s. Do you know totally. anyone? Do you know anyone who's really sexually active in their much later years? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Yeah, people having sex. I actually ran into a friend the other day who was complaining about her partner, and they've been together since the 70s. And. He's always played away a little bit. Like mm-hmm. it's been, you know, it's been a like a, you know, it's a long relationship, and they've been on again, off again since the seventies. And I went, well, it must be okay now, you know, because what are they like in the eighties mm-hmm. or late seventies themselves? And and she goes, oh, well, two years ago he he did have a thing with an eighty three year old. How great! And I I was going high five to all of you. For yeah. That. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I, I just think changing. Do you know what it is? Is changing your whole view around. I think you. I think the way you approach sexuality, um, change. I, I think hopefully it changes. I hope it's more. I think it's such a natural, healthy, well, life-affirming yeah. thing. And to, I think to at do. our age, because you know, we did touch on it initially. Touch on it. Touch on it. Hang on. Stanley. I'm touching on it now. <laughs> rubbing it um you it's different you're not you're not having to prove anything you're not um you you know you don't you don't need to and hopefully even if you even if you're just having casual sex it's it's a little bit more meaningful than what it used to be you know I think that for me that's what it is it's you know it's more of a it's more of a connection of that relationship than you know you just have to go and bump uglies Oh, that's an awful thought. Isn't it? I know, but I love it. I love that term, bump uglies. Well, I guess genitals aren't that attractive, are they? No. You don't And they don't get better with age. They're not like wine. And you go like, that (laughs) one's looking good. Yeah. 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 You don't go, ooh. So I think wherever you're at, I have to let that dog out. He's scratching the door. I just don't think it's funny. I saw an, a thing on a notice board the other day. It was another one of those womb weekends, the womb workshop, and I'm like, what happens on these womb workshops? It's it's like there's a fairly limited thing about your like it's not like there's. I was just saying to a friend the other day, it's not like there's like you go up there and you go, oh my god, there's a whole other there's a shopping centre up here and there's <laughs> womb. Couple, I've never even heard of it. A womb workshop. It yeah. sounds like somebody's got a speech impediment and it was actually a room workshop. Yeah. And then all these women turned. I did them a womb workshop. And it's some dude there with his tool belt on, going right, okay, going okay. on. I thought we were just going to talk about renovation yeah, it's in womb. your wombs. Yeah. What wombs are you thinking of renovating? <laughs> <laughs> and then he has to really pretend going, that he's a 
goes guru like, on the womb. Yeah. That'd be funny. Yeah, that would be good. I don't. I can't even. And then everyone that's been in that workshop, the next time they come, they all wear a tool belt because yeah. that's part of it. Yeah. He'd have to make it up as he goes along. <laughs> the tool belt. So what do you find as we finish this? What do you find sexy or alluring? What's what's kind of what's your alluring or or romantic? Like, do you need? Tell me. You know, it doesn't. You know what? I think like you were saying, just the things throughout the day. Just mm. be nice and kind and thoughtful and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I, Alex, I wouldn't say Alex is a, I don't know, would you say he's a blokey bloke? You know, he's a tradie, he, you know. Yeah, he's a bloke. Yeah, he's a bloke. He's tool a, belt on. He's a blokey bloke. Do you ever make him keep his tool belt on? I don't think he has one. He's a mechanic. <laughs> I don't right. think they, yeah, it's a bit sad, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, he did have it. No, he does have one because when he was building the kitchen, he had the tool belt on. Mm. And he used to always like go, hey, I got the tool belt on. And I'll go, yeah, I see it. Did Ed finish the kitchen? Yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> I do, um, yeah, that sort of that sort of kindness and more affection. Yes. You know. Affection is good. I don't, I I really hate all that, um, like the buff body. The, Yucky. It turns me off. Oh, it's revolting. Like there was those those male strippers in Mullumbimby last Friday night and a few people on Saturday when I was in town, they were going, why didn't you go last night? And I was like... Can't think of anything worse. That's so not. I had to MC a show recently with those guys. Yeah. I know you've done that too. That whole review. Yeah. And I'm like, there is n- this this. I call it is a vagina dryer. Like yeah. I'm not, there is nothing sexual for no. me about that at all. No. Like it's just so not. I sexy. think what what is sexy is like a really lovely conversation. Imagine a show a nice like that. Meal. An all male review. The dude comes out and he's folding the washing. Yeah. And then he sits down and reads a book while he's cooking dinner and you're going, woo! Yeah. Yeah, that would be And better. he listens to you. Oh. You don't have to say things more than once. That's hot. Yeah, that's hot. Yeah. That yeah, what about hot. you? Um, well, I like that. I like all those kind of things. I like, um, like a bit of a shoulder rub. I'm all about conversation. Yeah. I, I think I've always been so much more attracted to... I look at all the men I've been with over my life and it has nothing to do with what they look like. A little bit to do with what they look like, but mainly to do with the kind of conversations they are and their charisma and what kind of, you know... Ideas they have and who they are. Yeah. Yeah. I find great conversation really sexy. And Um, laughter. Yeah. Alex and I laugh a lot. Heaps of laughter. Yeah. Yeah, That's... That kind of sense is... And I like a little bit of mystery. I don't, I don't... I like... You know, I don't, and I find any sort of neediness, mm. and if you kind of beggy kind of, oh yeah, oh, no. such a turn off. Like if, if there's this real weird sulking, so sulking. <laughs> um, it's the worst. If, if you kind of do that, it, when someone looks at me like I've had this dude used to look at me in this way, which I guess people want to, you want to be looked at with absolute love. It was so full on. I just couldn't I had to kick him out mm. like he was too much in love with me and yeah. it was really freaking me out at it there was no ch- like I like a bit of chase and a bit of mystery yeah and I think a everybody of, does I like that bit. dynamism because otherwise it just gets boring yeah so I think for me that's kind of sexy it's sort of and surprising things like being spontaneous is a, a massive which doesn't thing happen for me. much at this age does it let's be no, honest going like why don't we just you know, for some it's like, why don't we just go out? Why don't we do this? What about mm. this? Like, I, I, I love spontaneity. Yeah. Um, Is John spontaneous? Uh, not after about seven o'clock. No. <laughs> he can 
there in the mornings, like as far as you'll go, let's go on a walk today or let's do something. Like I really like people that yeah. are a bit adventurous for, you know, um, for stuff like that. So that's, you know, good. I mean, you have to admit, we've got kids. You know, the idea of, exactly. you know, obviously kids, and they're not just kids, they're, my family has walked into my bedroom all the time. In fact, my daughter doesn't use the other bathroom. She uses our ensuite. So she just walks into our room at any time. Yeah. Because, yeah, she's still young. Yeah, she's 13, you mm. know. And so you, it really does impact your intimacy when there's someone that could just come through. Like, you, you know, so clearly any it, anything you need to do has to be reassembled very yeah. quickly. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that's... But anyway, I actually think conversations... Um, affection massage big for yeah. me love yeah. massage you love a massage I love a massage that's touch sensual I'm very touch I'm very um, I'm all around I, I, skin is a real thing for me like I love people's skin mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yuck <laughs> that is like saw your face go that's, yuck well I just think about some people's skin not great. Anyway, oh, that's my anyway. thing. That's my thing. So just in case you want to get with Mandy Nolan, have skin. good skin. Good Go skin. and rub your skin on her. Um, yeah, but, you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty boring these days, I think. I'm not... Um, no, I wouldn't say it's boring. I'm boring. I think it's I've just, just kind of... I've, the path It's a different phase, right? Different of, chapter. Yeah, and I feel quite free. I think I've been quite... Uh, up until now, I think, I think my sex drives have... Thank you, Stanley. Oh, here they come. Speaking of sex drives, here come those tradies we ordered. <laughs> um, I think they've controlled me a lot of my life. Or, or really yeah, I think it does control a lot of lot. women. And it, mm. I was one of those women. And honestly, I feel like I'm being let off the bridle. Yeah. I'm oh, not, she's I'm wild now. I'm off now. I'm like, woohoo! Here she goes. It is really amazing. It's, it's such a liberating feeling. It's good. It's really good. Well, hopefully... Some of our listeners feel the same way too. I'm sure they do. I'm sure there's women like us everywhere. I hope so because we're going out on the road again. Adelaide, French, yeah. here we come. Yeah, Adelaide. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> come. Adelaide and um, Gold Coast. We've got some shows and then we're planning some other ones later on in the year. Now, also. Are I, you a screamer? No. Didn't even ask about your orgasm. No. Are you a quiet, have you mastered the quiet orgasm? Yeah, like pretty the, quiet. Oh. Yeah. 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 What about you? Um, I can be a screamer, but you learn not to with kids in the house. Yeah. Occasionally you'll forget. Yeah. And you go, oh, God, that's awkward. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I always forget, we always forget to do this to ask people to like us and subscribe yeah. and share us, share us around so more people can hear us because, you know, oh, everyone wants even, to hear about I know. two 55 and 54 year old sex life. <laughs> It was just wiz- was wise reflection. We didn't even get to. We're elders now. I didn't even get to some of the weird. There was so many more things I could talk. We didn't even get to all the sexually transmittable diseases that we've had and given to other people. <laughs> I don't think we need to. <laughs> they all know who they are. Actually, I just I'm gonna fin- we're gonna finish in a minute because we've nearly gone for an hour. But there was um I had a coffee. Yeah, and that's too long. Remember, yeah. twenty minutes. Um. I had a coffee with someone the other day and I asked about her friend. She's a much younger, mm. lovely girl that I know and asked about her friend and she said, oh, yeah, she's okay. She goes, she couldn't come out the other night because she's got, oh, what's it called? Um, she goes, oh, that's right, herpes. And I went, oh, okay. And then she goes, oh, God, no, not herpes. How embarrassing. Hemorrhoids. And I went, that's much better. <laughs> 
fuck. That was the exact conversation. That's hysterical. I know. I, I love that she couldn't go out. You went, well, you can go out. You can go out with your herpes. And your hemorrhoid. And your hemorrhoid, unless it's bad. Unless it's hanging Well, unless out. it's real painful. But yeah, you can go out with those two things, just in case anyone's at home with yeah. any of the H's. Don't let it hold you back. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bye, everyone. Thank you. See ya.